This is After the Gridiron, a podcast featuring interviews with retired football players. If you're a fan of After the Gridiron, make sure you subscribe to the show to ensure that you won't miss an episode. Today's episode is sponsored by Symphonies. Symphonies is an online store that provides custom clothing and accessories. They have a number of quality products available at affordable prices. They offer custom, unique, funny, and inspirational products that you won't find anywhere else. So go to www.symphonies.ca to shop for your next purchase. And as a special offer for our listeners, enter promo code GRIDIRON to get 15% off your purchase. So there's no excuse not to check it out. Again, that's www.symphonies.ca. Symphonies. Great products great prices. All right, everyone, welcome to the show. I am your host, Lyle Green, and today we have as our guest, Robert Mathis. So Robert played 14 years in the NFL, a long career, all with the with the Colts, Indianapolis Colts. He was the uh, fifth round pick in the 2003 draft for the Colts. He uh, went to Alabama A&M University, where he had a great career. He was the uh, he set a uh, one double A record for uh, most sacks in a season with twenty his senior year. Um, surprisingly, that's been broken, but yeah, twenty sacks in a season that's uh, that's amazing. He's a six time Pro Bowler, and he's the NFL's all time leader in forced fumbles as well. And uh, obviously, he won the Super Bowl uh, Super Bowl forty one champ against the Chicago Bears. And uh, now, uh, after football, he is uh, co-owner with, of the uh, Gridiron Gang. It's uh, camps that do uh, training for uh, um, professional football players that uh, for uh, different positions, all different positions in football. Obviously, he's uh, expertise in the D-line area, but uh, they do uh, help out with uh, all positions in uh, in football. So, if you want to head to uh, pro proxathletes.com, you just go to that website and they'll direct you to the uh, Gridiron Gang and you can check out uh, all his information there. So, Robert, thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate your time. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, so I'd like to uh, yeah, start out things with asking our, our uh, my guests uh, say something about themselves that most people don't know. So, uh, what about you is something that most people wouldn't know about you? Uh, I think a lot of people think that I'm a I'm I'm a mean guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that I really hate quarterbacks. But I'm a I'm a fun loving I'm a goofy goofy type man. So once I get to know you, and when I come out my shell, I have a lot of jokes. And so I don't think a lot of people know that about me. <laughs> okay, you you got the jokes. You're, you're a personable guy and, and uh, <laughs> not just a quarterback killer out there. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my days are up on that. So I can talk yeah. a little trash. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very nice. All right, so let's go back to the beginning and and, uh, and how you got started in football. I know guys get started at different uh, times and ages in their lives, but uh, when did football start for you? I actually started organized football in the 10th grade, sophomore year in high school. Okay, late so I well. attended. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, at, uh, McNair High School out of out of uh, Zone 6, Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, it was – it almost ended before it started, man, because oh, really? gas was not introduced. Yeah, full gases after a practice, and it almost took me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, them gases are, are can be deadly for sure. I remember my first uh, 
my first practice at uh, in college at Toledo, I was I was kind of the same thing. Whereas, you know, at the end of the at the end of the workout, I was over the garbage can and ready to puke, thinking, "What am I doing? I can't do this for another four years." But uh, yeah, it can, be, it, it can be tough for sure. But uh, also, you kept going and and uh, did well. So how did how did things end up with you in, in high school? Uh, it ended pretty good. Uh, I, I I made a lot of friends, and so that was that was like friends guys that i'm still friends with today so it, it it was great for me just to get just start getting active and then just building my confidence you know day by day even though i took i took my lumps my my fair share to, oh, say, yeah. to say the least yeah but yeah it was a, a learning experience and uh it was just something about football that i just i just loved and craved and i i wasn't gonna quit yeah that's great and so you mentioned yeah not starting till grade uh grade 10 so did you play other sports growing up or is that kind of your first introduction into sports when you started football oh uh, yeah that was my very first introduction uh, i pretty much played you know sandlot ball growing up all the time but uh in my neighborhood but organized that was my first taste of it that was the first of it okay nice well, you definitely developed and 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 developed into a great player and uh, garnered some interest from from colleges. Uh, he went to Alabama A and M. So, um, can you talk about your recruiting process and, and if you're, you're recruited by other schools and and uh, what what went into your selection of uh, Alabama A and M? Oh, my story is pretty simple, cut and dry. I only get I got one offer, Alabama oh, really? A and Yeah, uh, they were actually looking at. The linebacker on our team, coach's son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they saw me make a couple, a few plays or whatnot, hustle plays, and so they decided to to offer me the the last scholarship they had for the nineteen ninety nine season because the guy they wanted turned them down on signing day. So they just had a surplus one, and uh, I took it. <laughs> oh wow! Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, the one small things like that, little steps where one guy turned it down and. And that that opportunity came, and you you jumped on it, and and look and look what turned out from it. So yeah, what a what a great experience and a great uh, great great moment for you. So you went on to Alabama A and M, and and had a great career there. As I mentioned, you had twenty sacks your senior year. Talk about your your time uh, at Alabama A and M. It was it was magical. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Uh, a lot of friends, like like just frat brothers, uh, teammates, uh, and just just the overall experience of of college college life. On, on the hill, you know, yeah. in Norman, Alabama, it was a uh, like the Magic City Classic, the, the big games, and my first game, my first ever time in an NFL stadium was my senior year in Indianapolis, <laughs> of all places. Oh, wow. And uh, Circle City Classic, yeah, Circle City Classic, my senior year, and so lo and behold, the following year that that will be my home. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 uh, yeah, quite uh, quite an ironic situation where you get to play in the. The stadium where you end up uh, spending 14 years of uh, of your career, <laughs> right. your career there, yeah. So, um, yeah, you you had 20 sacks your senior year. Talk about uh, that senior season for you and 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 uh, the preparation and and what you expected. I'm not sure if you um, were expecting to have that greatest season or how how did that senior season come about for you? It was uh, my senior year. I went into it just because the the previous year. My sophomore, uh, junior season, I, I I fell short four games due to a knee injury, and so I was hell bent on just just really just trying to be the best player that I can be to have just to have a shot, and um because since I was four years old, I I I've said every single day of my life that I wanted to be a professional football player, every single day, and um oh really? kind of like my like my last shot, and so 
and it was in 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 the worst case if I just go one hundred and percent plus um I, I won't have any regrets. And so every play I just try to play it until I just collapse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, it all worked out for the best, man. So I just I just bought I just bought completely in because it was a brand new coaching staff and uh it was just like oh oh man but you gotta make the make the most of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Life life throws different things at you and different changes come about and you just gotta make the most of it and, and react and do your best with uh, the situation that you're dealt. So uh, you definitely did that your senior year and had a great season and uh, garnered some interest from NFL teams and, and uh, ended up getting drafted by by the Colts. So talk about uh, your draft experience and how that went. And you went in the, the fifth round of the draft. I'm not sure if you were expecting to, to go higher, how things went uh, with the, all the preparations up to that. So can you talk about your, uh, your draft uh, experience and uh, getting drafted by the Colts? Well, my first workout, it was more of a scouts doing a favor for 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 my for my own my agent, uh, Hadley Inglehart out of Intersports Entertainment in Atlanta, yeah. and uh, it was a couple of guys, and so I had a pretty good showing. And so at the pro day at at, at our school, it was kind of you know a little shaky to say to say the least. Yeah, but it was it was, I mean, it was just a it was a humbling experience. So I had to show up, you know, in shape and. A lot of guys kind of, they just kind of didn't take it as serious as I did. And they were kind of just, those workouts were fierce, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm dropping off. And so I just had to, I had to double down on it. Just I got to get through this workout because now when guys start falling off, it's less rest for you, but, but they're not, they don't care. They want, yeah. they want what they want. If you get yeah. out, it's, it's over. So yeah. got through it and routine worked me out as a linebacker, except the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Coach Dungy and Bill Polian, they wanted me to stay at my natural position, which was hand in the dirt, yeah. get off defensive end. <laughs> yeah. And so the rest was history. But, oh, of course, I'm sorry, the draft process. <laughs> uh, if any guy said they don't hate, they're, they're lying. Because oh, I was watching guys go ahead. Of me. They, you know, of course, I'm looking at stats or whatever. My, You know. D one double A, I don't care. A sack is a sack is a sack is a sack. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but either way, you know, I was in same year as Terrell Suggs, so of course I I was paying close attention to him. Arizona yeah. State, uh, he was he was he was humming, and uh, also OC Human Europe. So these were okay, two guys that I was here. watching in, yeah. in college. And so you know, needless to say, they had they had beautiful careers, you know, in, in NFL. But I was these other guys. I said, "Oh, oh, hell no!" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like the twentieth de- de- defensive end taken, and uh, it was just like, you know what? I just, I just want a shot. When I yeah. went in the fifth round, I felt, I felt as though it was the first round. So I just wanted a shot. I expected free agency, seventh round type of deal, but I just want a shot. Yeah. So I think you did. You mention that you, 20, 20 DNs went ahead of you. Is that what you said? Yeah, it was. I think I was the twentieth or, or shortly after twentieth, but I know it was a, a multitude of guys that went before me that I didn't approve of and didn't agree with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! So yeah, there's twenty guys that went ahead of you, and, and uh, I'm sure a lot of those teams are, are definitely regretting regretting their their selections at this point in time for sure. <laughs> so no, I mean, that? I took a few. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. So I took a few visits. Like five or six visits, and uh, probably the uh, the worst of the visits were probably 
Jacksonville and, and Detroit. And Jacksonville, I got I get there, and that's when you have Hugh Douglas and, and those two mountain D tackles, John Henderson and, and uh Marcus Stroud and uh Oh yeah. And he, all these big giant D linemen walking by me doing OTAs and stuff like that. And so I look at them and it's like oh, what you am I supposed to get safety or something in this game or what what do you want <laughs> what do you want me to do? Yeah, yeah. So I go to and I go to Detroit and they basically took me to the hotel, left me there, told me to order order uh room service and then I met the, the trainers. I I met no coaches and so I said, Well, okay. They put me back on the plane, but the the best one was, like I said, the the, the coach. I met the the GM. I met Coach Dungey, and I, you know I was I was starstruck. And I met uh, the greatest D line coach ever, John Turling. And so we sat and talked ball, and uh, they told me what they wanted from me, and they told me that they were going to draft me. And so all these things came true, man. So that's why it's things like that that people don't know. Yeah, it, it just really just turns me on to this, this the ball club so i'm forever indebted well that's amazing so so you went to detroit and only the, the training staff saw you never never got to to talk or see any of the coaches there yeah i i, I didn't see the complex i didn't see a coach <laughs> I saw oh, a wow. Trainer. <laughs> wow <laughs> so i guess they yeah they made their intentions were pretty pretty uh evident in, in not to not wanting to select you but yeah, uh, yeah, so. yeah meet their quota yeah. So what was it? Was it, I guess, your size? Was that uh, like teams were kind of looking at you as more as a linebacker? Were you a smaller uh, size for uh, for the end? Yeah, absolutely. I was, uh, I, I dare say, I think it was Corey Moore, who actually was probably the first like, small small guy out of Virginia Tech. But then it was Freeney, then myself. So we kind of set the trend for it and so our success now you have a now you have just this it's about speed off the edge man whether yeah. they guys will stand up or hand in the dirt but it's 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 speed yeah exactly speeds i was, speed's I, was smaller. I was six, yeah i was six feet 235 that was my playing weight oh wow yeah so the, <laughs> so the brochures are false it's, i was six feet 235 pounds so you played at 235 at the end Yes, that was that was my playing weight. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah, guys like yeah, you and uh, and, and Dwight uh, on the other end, the, the two, uh, yeah, not not the tallest, not the biggest guys, but uh, that speed is is what is what counts and what and what hurts when you have uh, those big uh, big old t- uh, tackles out there trying to you know move, get their foot their footwork going and and to move uh, to be able to keep to keep up with you guys is is tough for them. So when you when you can. You know, be quick and and low to the ground and that low center of gravity and kind of bend and and dip and get into the into the quarterback. That makes it difficult. low man wins. Yeah, exactly. Low man wins. That's your rule of football. Yeah, low but man Dun- wins. Dun- he, was, he was just real instrumental. Said he didn't want to sacrifice speed for size, and so he told me, "Don't don't try to over bulk up too much." So yeah. two two forty five that, that 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 needs to be your limit. So and so I was comfortable playing it in, in between that. Yeah. 235 two forty five range. Oh, that's that's amazing. Yeah. Playing at that weight at DN is a and to be able to do what you guys did was uh is, is definitely amazing. All right, so yeah, you went you made it to the to the Colts and uh and then had a great career there and and uh, had uh, as I mentioned your 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 partner in crime, uh, Dwight Friedney on the other end. So talk about your time and with the Colts and 
and uh, being able to win that Super Bowl in uh, Super Bowl 41. Talk about the, your time there. It was it's, – it's hard to describe because, I mean, just to win it in the fashion that we did, it was – it's. It, I think it, it it bounds everybody on the team together forever because yeah. Super Bowl really was the AFC Championship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Getting over that hurdle. So just, the, uh, yeah. <laughs> That whole drop, that soap opera of a, a tail end of the season, the last four games, we stunk it up yeah. bad on defense. Uh, actually, you know, the worst defense in the league statistically. And uh, we get a couple guys back at the right time, and uh, we're back. We're, I mean, we hit the we hit the switch. Yeah. So it was we didn't change we didn't change a thing, but you didn't know, tweaked us or anything like that. Yeah. So you know, he, you had Bob. He's he's back from injury, and and uh, Rob Morris is, is he's kind of he has he he he's not he's unspoken for. We moved him to Sam linebacker, so we we have Rob Morris and Gary Brackett in at the same time. So that helped tremendously. And then just we went on a run, man. We just we decided, hey, we're gonna stop this run because it, it, it's a necessity. If we don't, we're gonna have an early off season again and be embarrassed. So yeah. It worked out, and then we get to the AFC Championship, and that almost became another headache because we got down real early in the first half, and these other Patriots, they victimized us two or three times before playoffs, yeah. and then it was like, man, come on. Yeah. But we rallied together. Uh, we followed followed Coach Dungy and Peyton. He brought us back, and then we closed it out. And the Bears, it was, <clears throat> look, if we can get by the Patriots, we can we can get these guys. Can get by the Bears. So yeah. we were Yeah, we can we can, and we handle business and uh, rest is history. Yeah, yeah. If I remember, yeah, that the AFC Championship game, you guys started off really really bad and got down got down pretty uh, pretty significant amount and uh, able uh, to we, you know, keep your. I think we started really... started uh, we started the Super Bowl even worse. Devin Hester oh, yeah, first play of the game. Yeah, first play of the game. They returned. Uh, <laughs> they Hester returned the kick for a touchdown. Yeah, so we said you're not going to beat us, buddy. So we we kicked it away from him for the rest yeah, of the game. For the rest of the game, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a, yeah, an amazing experience being able to you know, win the Super Bowl, the the biggest uh, you know, uh, championship in and in, uh, in football, and you know, having that uh, all that hard work and and uh, dedication that you put into it to finally come to culmination and be able to to say you're a world champion is a, a great feeling for sure. Yeah, to win it, you man, you're you're the best on the planet, and to lose it, you man, it feels like you're the worst on the planet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So you're, I believe you're part of the team uh, that uh, came up short as well in in the Super Bowl, and and uh, yeah, how was it uh, on the other end of of things, being able to uh, to play in the game and, and and not come out victorious? So was that what was that like? That that sucks, man. <laughs> it's fucking yeah. bad. I'm not, yeah. I'm not sugar. Anything, I'm, I mean, to get there is an honor, but to lose it, that man, that hurt. It hurt. It really, I can't even look at that game. I still have yeah. not watched that game. Oh, really? No. No, sir. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of guys. Yeah, talk about you know when you when you have those games, it's it's harder to to lose the championship than it is to uh, to win the championship. You know, the the pain that you feel in losing is is much greater than the. The joys of, of winning it, and you always remember the the ones that you, you lost in the moments. Then you think of plays that you could have done this or that, and you always go over different plays over and over when you when you when you end up losing. 
Right. Yeah. But uh, right. it was. I mean, Terrell's been a. It's been a blessing, so I can't complain about anything at all. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, being able to to play 14 years in the in the NFL is just an amazing accomplishment and an amazing uh, experience, and and to you know, be able to to last that long and have that longevity is a, a great accomplishment for you. And that's kind of want to talk about uh, you know transitioning out of football. And like I said, you played 14 years, and once you're near the end, you're kind of you know, thinking of 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 what what to do after football. And I mentioned you did some coaching, so can you talk about the transition of, of moving on to uh, to life after football. Well, it was pretty a pretty smooth transition because I knew I could not sit at home and just kind of just rest on my laurels because one, I'm not built that way, and two, my wife is not built that way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, she wasn't allowed. Yeah, <laughs> right. But um, the coach they just they carved out a position. Uh, just kind of like pass rush, um, instructor, or whatever, and it it was fun, man. I, I grasped. And I took to it, and uh, I love it. And, uh, and pretty much all I did was kind of just expound upon it to the point where I can work with the guys more, and it's and it's you know, legal through the NFL. But everything about my career with the Colts, and, and even now, is is still is in the best interest of you know my team getting back to where we where we deserve, man. Back to Miami this year, <laughs> in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Super was always the goal, and uh, to be able to still be a part of it and, and still help your your team and and help them out and to you know, mentor those young players is a a great thing that you're you're able to to still be a part of the game. Right, exactly. All right, so yeah, we mentioned uh, at the top of the show that uh, you have the the Gridiron Gang. So talk about uh, your work with uh, the Gridiron Gang and your 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 old, your old teammate uh, Dan. You both of you started this. Uh, this uh, this camp and this uh, uh, organization. So talk about uh, the Gridiron Gang. What you guys do? Well, yeah. So the Gridiron Gang is uh, Dan Muir and I, and also uh, Donald Thomas. Uh, he's a former teammate of mine as well. Offensive line. Yeah. And so we're we're pretty much a, a, a batch of former players that's one of that that want to pay it forward. So our you know defensive backs instructors is is Marlon Jackson. He was our cornerback for the coach that uh kind of sealed the deal for the in the Patriots, you know, AFC championship game. Yeah. So he's working with the, the DBs. And we have uh like David Walker, he's a former running back coach and uh and he's an NFL coach. He'll be working with like running backs and tight ends and uh also we have Bill Brooks and okay. uh Dion Branch working with receivers and you know, things of that nature. Okay. So we have a nice uh, in the O line we have Donald Thomas and uh Dylan Gandy. So these these are these are guy guy guys, you know. That they know they know what they're doing and uh all for the for, for the right reasons. Yeah. That's nice. So do you guys do that uh, just in the Indianapolis area or do you guys uh, travel around the country? How do you how do you guys do those those camps? No, we're in Westfield, is a it's Grand Park, which is the largest park in the country. And it's uh, it's Pro X. So Pro X is the uh, is the gym that we're that we're that we're attending the sports, I mean the sports facility, and we're the football division of Pro X. Okay, so Pro X is a multi sport uh, company, and then you guys are the football. You guys take care of the football area of things. Is that is that correct? Right. Right. Okay. 
Well, it's great that yeah, you guys do that and have, like I said, you're able to you know, give back to the sport that's uh, been so good to you and to, to help younger kids. And we'll talk about uh, the importance of that to you. Is that important to, to be able to, to give back and to, to mentor those young, young, young players in, in playing the game and, and how, to, how to be great players? Yeah, it really is because uh, we, we kind of we want to coach it the right way because a lot of coaches are not coaching it the right way. And so it, it can kind of mean something to us to have bragging rights to do that. <laughs> to have bragging rights to do that. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a good deal. Man. That's good. Uh -huh. That's good. All right, so, yeah, we're near the end now, so I just wanted to uh, – I'll finish off with what I, I usually I call the top of the mountain moment. So, kind of looking back on your your career and your football journey, can you uh, talk about the the, the highs, the lows, uh, a favorite moment, uh, some words of wisdom for for young kids? Well, how would you like to to finish things off here? Oh, uh, just it's pretty much I always tell the youth, man. Whatever your dream is, you just you chase it like a maniac because only you're responsible for it. Yeah. Everybody's going to try to block you, trip you up, but. If it's your dream, if, and if you want it, go get it. It's just that simple. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you have a dream and you have you have a goal that you want, you just you just gotta go for it and you gotta work for it, and no, no one's gonna give it to you. And like you said, people are gonna, you know, kind of hold you back and and try and talk you out of it or try and discourage you. But you just gotta keep working and and keep going and keep uh, striving towards your goals. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. All right, Robert. Well, thank you so much for, for coming on the show. It's been a, a pleasure. Thank you for your time today. And again, for those who are interested, uh, uh, he has a gridiron gang. You can go to proxathletes.com and you can find the links to uh, all the information to, to be able to participate in that and and uh, to be able to, to work out and, and have these guys mentor you and to, to teach you the game. So, Robert, thank you so much for your time. All right. Thank you, man. All right. Appreciate it. Take care. to After the Gridiron. If you're a fan of the show, please make sure you subscribe to the show and also leave a rating and review. By doing that, you also help to spread the word about the podcast and assist others in finding the show so more people can enjoy this great content. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the links to those being found on the website. Your support is very much appreciated. Also, please visit the resources page on the website for links to our sponsors and affiliates. Your support helps to keep the show running. So go to www.atgridiron.com resources to check them out. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you when we kick off our next episode.